I want to introduce Angel. She's very hard working for our church. This girl, she's amazing, and she's going to share some testimony and some messages for you. So, Angel. Oh my gosh, Sophia, sing that song, My Cheeks Hurt. I was just smiling the whole time. So sweet. Thank you for bearing that and doing that for us. That was great. All right, well, first of all, I deeply understand how difficult it can be to hear someone share that they've had an abortion. So what do we do first? Pray. Father God, cover us. Thank you for sending the Holy Spirit as our mighty helper. Thank you for softening our hearts. Thank you for helping us to have compassion for men and women that have had an abortion. Bless our eyes and ears so that they can operate the way that you want them. We trust that you are so strong when we are weak. So we praise you for helping us listen to this tough content. Also, Father God, I ask you to remind us to seek you when our burdens are heavy and remind us that your yoke is easy and light. I ask all these things in the mighty name of Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So if some of you might not have personally experienced abortion, let me share some statistics. Mark, you got the first slide for us. So one out of every, no worries, I'm pretty good at, oh, there we go. Um, so the next slide, you'll see that one out of every three point, oh, and there's our team. Bill and Kathy serve as well, I can't believe it. They give so much time, so it's lovely. But that's a team at uh, the picture of us uh, at our last retreat. Okay, next slide. So one out of every 3.5 women in the U.S. have had a, at least one abortion. One out of every five men in the United States has aborted at least one of their children. If it's not part of your story, there's a really good chance it's a part of someone's silent story that you love and is in your life. Please allow me to remind even myself, the church, whether it's this building or in front of fellow believers, is the perfect place to share our burdens and our grief. And if abortion is part of your story, I have been praying for you. Let me testify that Romans 8.28 is very true and we know that for those who love God all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose God is using this horrible event in my life for good I have been praying that God uses my words to help you understand what an abortion wounded heart might look like we only want God's timing when it comes to our walk and he patiently waits for us to participate by receiving. So if you haven't started the healing process and you're not quite ready, I have been praying you will receive my words, file them away, somewhere safe, and when you're ready to release some scar tissue, God, the mighty surgeon, 
creator of everything, will give you all that you need. When we seek healing, we finally embrace all of God's promises personally for ourselves. Relationships are restored. We are restored and know that, and, and I'm sorry, we are restored and know that you are worthy, worthy enough to serve others, to serve children, to serve in grieving and loss, and even better, you finally find your voice when the topic of abortion comes up because I can personally attest that it's not a simple fix. It's not the healthiest choice for women. And finally, I and we can embrace abortion is not a controversial topic for God. It's either good or it's evil. Another important statistic to share, 70% of those, next slide please if you don't mind, 70% of those that have had an abortion consider themselves Christian or Catholic. So I urge you in this moment to increase your compassion for those that have had an abortion and consider there must have been a story before that abortion was even an option. Most abortion stories are similar in that the parents had gotten to a very dark place in order to make that decision. Sex before marriage, sex outside of our marriage, sexual abuse. These are heavy and dark, sinful acts that allow Satan to have a foothold and influence our decision-making. The lies and schemes of the enemy they sound something like this. No one can know. If anyone finds out, I'll lose everything. I'm in control of my future. I must pr prioritize my schooling. I must prioritize my career. So let me tell you my story. 21 years ago, I had an abortion. Not until five years ago did I even ponder what exactly occurred. Before then, I didn't have a personal relationship with God. And the current culture, Hollywood, MTV, had a really large influence on my life. When I was 18, my parents divorced. I was hurt, confused. I thought it was a great idea to move out on my own. I knew it was best for me. When I was 19, after a few months of morning sickness, I had an idea that I might be pregnant. I recall TV shows where they went away to take care of it. And other phrases like, it might not be a baby until a certain amount of weeks. Okay. So after a quick internet search, the father of the baby and I arrived at Planned Parenthood in Orange. I was quickly asked for a name, a phone number, and what time I could return the next day. Being super embarrassed, naive, and scared, I didn't ask any questions. I figured tomorrow for sure I could ask some questions. 
before making a final decision. That next day was a whirlwind. I checked in. I was quickly led from one room to another room to another room, finally in the ultrasound room. You know, I, I didn't see any patients. No one stayed in the room long enough for me to ask a question. The ultrasound tech had the monitor turned away from me. I leaned over to look, and she quickly said, she wasn't really allowed to, to show me that screen. I was surprised, so surprised to see an image of a totally whole baby. I always heard phrases like a blob of tissue or it's simple scraping of cells, but what I saw was a baby. The ultrasound tech must have read my body language. Quickly reminded me that you took an appointment time of someone else that needed it. The doctor's time should not be wasted. And besides, you're probably one week past what we can legally do, so we better take care of this today. I felt like my time wasn't as important as the medical professionals. I took her advice to handle it today. After the procedure, I was taken to the recovery room that was sadly full of patients. For the next 20 years, I buried it deep down. I never processed it. I can see now, burying that secret hardened my heart. I started to make more unhealthy choices. As I got older, it was tough when someone mentioned Mother's Day was coming up, or when someone complimented my ability to connect well with their kids. And then subsequently, they would always ask, Oh, so do you have children? My husband, I haven't been blessed to bear children, and I would believe lies in my head that God was punishing me. It led me to start avoiding spending time with kids altogether. Ten years ago, after a midlife crisis, it had me in crippling anxiety. It led to major depressive disorder and thoughts of no longer wanting to be here. I confessed to my husband. He rallied behind me to get healthy. Post-abortion syndrome studies bring awareness. It can increase drug and alcohol use, anxiety, depression, suicidal urges, breast cancer, it was a battle, but after two years of, sol of a solid place and being in a season of being really healthy, there was still something missing. As an atheist, I started to question if it was my lack of spirituality. So I was on a mission to read the Bible front to back. God is so good. God drew me back into the light with every book. It was amazing to read how much he loves us. He continues to offer us a way and a new life. About a year in, one day, scrubbing dishes in the kitchen, I started to consider what happened when I was 19. What was that? Was the abortion I chose murder? That question led me to recall 
reading God knowing us before we were in our mother's womb. But then I recalled verses about forgiveness when we ask. I dropped to my knees and asked. Accepting God's forgiveness was amazing. Knowing that I didn't deserve it, but God, but God extended me forgiveness even when something he perfectly knitted together, I rejected. So, I finally realized the truth of what happened so long ago. Just months after that occurrence, I found myself at a deeper still retreat. It's a ministry that hosts post-abortion recovery retreats for men and women. They facilitate a solid book with many sessions going through all the steps. They've been doing this for nearly two decades. The home office is in Knoxville. There are 30 chapters throughout the United States and two international chapters. Deeper Still's community of sisters and brothers in Christ was a safe place for me to mentally and spiritually process having an abortion. I was able to extend honor to my child with a memorial service and accept that my child exists. My child's not mad at me. And the best part, according to scripture, my child's with God. Before this ministry and this freedom, I gave the enemy a foothold, believing things like, everyone in this church Jesus' blood is good enough to cover their sins, but maybe not mine. Everyone has it all together but me. I'm fine. I don't need to share. I love deeper still because it reminds us that we can always go deeper. A deeper relationship full of love and appreciation for God a deeper level of healing from trauma, a deeper belief in God. And if you're willing to spend a weekend with God, no matter what the retreat is, 72 hours can really jumpstart your momentum. So whatever your sin nature might have you in shackles of shame, I urge you to seek a ministry that can help seek God's transforming abilities. In other words, whatever is holding you back from complete joy, whatever is holding you captive in a spirit that is not of God, I'm pleading with you to seek a ministry that can pray for you and give you a safe place to confess. And then you can focus on the miracle of restoration that God wants to provide for you. Of course, you can do this directly on your own with God. But the shackles of shame are very heavy. And I believe that this is why God gave us scripture from the book of James and Ecclesiastes. Therefore, confess your sins to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. 
the prayer of a righteous person has great power and is working. And then in Ecclesiastes, two are better than one because they have good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift them up. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and not another is there to lift him up. Now I can finally admit that yes, I'm that enthusiastic older lady that enjoys connecting with your children. You can find me all sweaty on the trampoline at the kid's birthday party. And to all people and creatures, I'm a mother. And that's scriptural. In the book of Genesis, Adam names his wife Eve, which means life, because she was mother to all the living. He didn't name her this after she bore children. God replaced the bitterness I had, even towards Planned Parenthood, with compassion and forgiveness and love for them. Most of the Deeper Still team peacefully prays in front of the abortion clinics with an awesome ministry called 40 Days for Life. You ask, why would we spend our free time praying outside of an abortion clinic? <laughs> it's because the new heart he gives us. But a nice statistic behind it is Planned Parenthood has a statistic that their no-show rate goes up 75% when people are outside praying. I personally have heard abortion stories where someone says, when I was driving there, I was just praying or was hoping there would be one person out front. If so, I would have been embarrassed and kept driving. So if you want more information about 40 Days for Life, there's, it'll be back on that table. And the Planned Parenthood Westminster um, chapter leader Meg's back there too, so you could sign up. There's two campaigns twice a year. Now I can quickly have compassion for pre-believers or anyone that has missed the mark. They are simply walking alone in a fallen and sinful world. Now I'm grateful for my painful experience because it's drawn me closer to my Heavenly Father and to others that need a kind and understanding heart, no matter what their sin or their loss is, causing them so much shame or grief. Since my retreat and accepting God's truth for myself, I have been serving as the director of Deeper Still OC. Because of that freedom I received at my retreat, I know the free gift of freedom is waiting there for many men and women in Orange County. Growing up here, I believe outside of the Christian community, aborted babies are never talked about. Therefore, men and women need a special place to process this. Personally, Many people are not willing to accept that even though it was a decision I made, I regret that decision and I'm affected by it. Some are even proud that we live in a state that gives women this right to an abortion. I share openly and experience the joys of public speaking so that in case there's just one person listening to this and then they're faced with an unplanned pregnancy, they know that there is options. You'll find out in a minute that there are um, pregnancy resource centers everywhere in the country. And after sharing this, I hope that the church would look at a single mom as courageous 
Abortion was definitely an option that has been solicited to her. So if you see a single mom, please do not look at her left hand if there's a ring. Wrap your arms around her. Invite her to dinner. Invite her to church. It is so important for men and women to be restored back into the church. They need to experience the hope that comes from healthy Christian community. The Deeper Still Ministry team models a community of servant leadership that serves one another, defers to one another, submits, and honors one another. This strength and humility restores hope to those wounded by jealousy, rejection, and judgment. How can you help? You can join us for mo monthly prayer meetings. You can sign up to pray um, on that back table for different sessions during the retreat from the comfort of your own home or your prayer closet. You could provide a meal at the retreat, which would be very grateful. Food brings us all together, and when people arrive and they realize we made delicious meals, it's, it's, it's a wall that breaks down a little bit of that shame and they start to feel welcome. We also, if someone could provide storage room for our retreat gear, that's a huge need right now. Um, you can also visit deeperstill.org. You can email me with any questions. Um, you can join us to learn about post-abortion trauma January 13th and 14th. It's um, a Friday and Saturday. There'll be good food. And then um, you can stop by the back table to collaborate there's going to be four deeper still volunteers back there. So if you have any questions about the retreat or how you can help or you want to share any burdens with us, we're here. Um, and then now, um, deeper still, I would like to mention, is 100% supported by Horizon Pregnancy Clinic, and which is on Lighthouse's mission budget. I'm so grateful to personally stand here and thank you for your contributions to Lighthouse. I'd love to share a little bit more, but instead... We're blessed to have Deb Toos, the CEO, to explain more. Deb, can I pray my for you? My name is Victoria, quick? and this is my story. So oh, Heavenly Father, you know your sweet servant, Deb, so well. This is the biggest week of her entire year. She's got her banquet Thursday, and she is just pressing forward. So Father, right now, we know where we are weak, you are so strong. So we ask you to fill Deb with strength to talk, give her um, anointing on her words, give her the strength, and Father, just help remind her that she is, is doing everything to glorify you. So we just love her, and we hope that um, you give her strength just to, to present this. Thank you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for Angel, the, the, the cleansing that you have given her, Lord, the spirit to want to reach others that have suffered through an abortion, Lord, and I am so grateful to be able to partner with her and so blessed by her, and may you, Lord, go forth and let her continue to be a light for you, and I pray that her message will just permeate through those that need to hear it and that they might even be able to share with others. So, Lord, we thank you. We are so blessed to be called your children in Jesus' name. Amen. So I, um, first of all, in a nutshell, what Horizon does is we help women choose between grief 
or joy, meaning we help them, women that were in Angel's situation, we take them all the way through, all, we do show them their ultrasound images, and we let them even hear the heartbeat. So before I continue, I just wanted to thank Angel and Bill and the church and all of you for being a part of both of these ministries. Because without you, we can't do the work that we do. So everything we do is an extension of your care. So I want to start by showing you a video of a mom who experienced the help from Horizon. This is my story. So I found myself pregnant um, in a very uh, just vulnerable state of mind. And so I did end up going to Planned Parenthood and starting with the abortion pill process. And when I left the facility that day, um, at first feeling reassured because the lady had told me you were ma you're making the right decision. But I, as I had me immediately left the facility, I felt just so um, shamed and I felt so um, guilty. I felt like immediately I was making the wrong decision. I had made the wrong decision. And so I went to work that day like normal and I was coming home late that night, driving home around midnight and I just began to weep and cry and um, just an emotion that I had n never felt before, just grieving and grieving. And, and so I had to pull over because I just wasn't in a state of mind to drive. And, um, you know, I felt God prompt me, call your sister, call your sister, just cause I had been very suicidal that night. And so I did call my sister, um, and she showed up her and my mom and she sat with me and cried with me. And I just began to weep before the Lord and cry and say, um, bring me my baby back, bring me my baby back. And that's when, um, God prompted me to get on my phone and just start typing and immediately came up uh, a hotline, uh, to be able to get me connected to Horizon Clinic. Um, and first thing in the morning, super early in the morning, Shannon from Horizon Clinic, she met me here. Um, and she got me started on the reversal process immediately, the, the abortion reversal process that I didn't even know had existed at the time. Um, and so got me started with the process, the ultrasound, healthy heartbeat, healthy baby. Um, and I stand here today saying that um, I am in my second trimester, I'm doing well, baby's doing well. Um, and because of these women who stood and believed with me um, and saw me through this process, that's why I'm here today by the grace of God using these women um, in this facility. Um, I am here today. So any way that you can support um, Horizon, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through finances, anything, um, support them if you can because they are making a difference. They are making a change just like they did in my life. My name is Victoria, and this is my story. She's amazing. You'll see a picture there of Victoria and her baby, Kiana, who is now almost three. She is now um, married and pregnant again for the third time. <laughs> so, and she has come to us for her ultrasounds each time. So, so the abortion pill is the largest and easiest way for women to get abortions now. Legally, they're only supposed to uh, administer the pill until they're 10 weeks, which we already know they already have fingers and toes. And I have some models out in, in the lobby there that you can look at. But, but the point is, is that they're getting these pills online 
as you know, many of you may know, they can get them at CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens pulled out, so shop at Walgreens. Um, but 70%, as I mentioned, of the abortions now are happening before they even know that they're viably pregnant. They're coming to us, they, they're taking the pill, they get it online, no doctor supervision. People are dying, I can tell you that. The, the tragedy, as I mentioned, is that they're taking these pills, they're not even knowing for sure if they're 100% pregnant because they're taking them very, very early. And, um, and if they're taking out the natural cycle of miscarriage, so they're, they're doing this to themselves, they're putting chemicals in their body without even knowing for sure or how far along they are. Uh, an example I like to use is we had a client, a patient come to us and she thought she was five weeks pregnant, which is no bigger than your pinky. Turns out she was 23 weeks pregnant, which is more like a foot. So she would have, had she ordered the, the pill online, she would have been at home or in her dorm room with no doctor care or supervision and having a baby at her house by herself. And I know all of that's heavy and it's very, can be very dark. That's the reality of where we live, but there is hope. So Horizon, all of our services are free, including Deeper Still, it's a free weekend. We don't have government funding. So everything that you guys provide goes 100% to patient care. So we, pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, we have the abortion pill reversal, we do STIs just for our pregnant moms to get them to come back so we can talk to them. So we share their options with them and when we share their options, we, we take them through and we, we offer to share the gospel with them every time. Sometimes they say no and we stop because we wanna care for them as a woman and in their crisis. And then we also offer to pray with them. And some of those that say, no, I don't want to hear about God. They still want to be prayed for. So that's very amazing that they know the goodness of what prayer does for them. So that's, that's what we do in a nutshell. We have three services. We also have parenting classes for those that do choose life. We, um, the parenting classes, we need mentors to walk them through their pregnancy for men and women. A lot of the dads are taking those classes now too. So they call them every week and they build a relationship with them. Many times the mentors are the first ones that they call or text and say, I'm on my way to the hospital. Either can you come or here's a picture of me and my baby. It's a beautiful program. A year ago, right before COVID, right, we... we had started with a new program. The girls used to come in every week and meet with their mentor one-on-one -on -one and talk about a video that they watched and they earned points. Right before COVID, God prepared us by shifting our program to a virtual program. So everything is now online and they talk to their, their mentors on the phone. So God completely set that up for us. He went before us and made that change for us. And it's been beautiful because we went from 20 clients to now we have over 100. So do we need you? Yes, we do. <laughs> Men and women, as I mentioned. So the Deeper Still Retreats, as you know, we also have Forgiven and Set Free, which is a, a different format. It's a 10-week Bible study that you come in person and you meet with other women um, that are in 
post-abortive and re receive healing in that different way. So we have also a prayer team that meets either in person. Oh, and that's our mobile clinic. Sorry about that. We have three clinics now. We have Huntington Beach. We've been around since 05, and we became medical in 2012. And what that means, becoming medical, is means we offer the ultrasound. And that was a game changer. From 05 to 012, we saved a total of 28 babies. And we were like, yes, we have 28 babies here. Praise the Lord. That is awesome. And it was awesome because everyone matters, right? The, the story of the starfish, every baby matters. And then after becoming medical, our first year, we saved 38 in one year. Again, we were like, God is so good, and he is. Last year, we saved 614. <laughs> so it just shows how the impact of that ultrasound makes a difference because they get to visualize that it's real. As Angel said, it's not just a tissue. And that's what we were taught in my generation, right? We were taught that. So, um, so we offer them hope and let them hear it. And we invite their partners to come and see the ultrasound as well. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, so we also have our mobile clinic that we take. And we're looking to take it to Santa Ana or Costa Mesa soon. Um, we need RNs, if anybody knows an RN. We're constantly training people to do the ultrasounds. We have three nurses on staff, but we have four or five in training right now. So it's an amazing way to give back using your gifts and talents. And so prayers matter, and we are so grateful. Hold on, I just lost my little screen. So um, go, go ahead to the next one. It's okay. So you can QR code that if you want to pray for us, with us. We do send an email list of our prayers every Tuesday to pray for our moms and things that the ministry are going through. Um, we also need board members if anybody has um, a calling to do that. So what can you do? Again, you can pray. You can volunteer as a mentor. You can volunteer in clinic and work with the patients one-on-one. -on -one. You can also give, of course. So I do want to share. You can go back to the last one for one second. So this year, already, we have saved 369 babies. And what that means, like we've served a lot more women than that, but those are the ones that were abortion-minded or abortion-vulnerable, meaning abortion was on their mind or they actually had an appointment. So that number are babies that most likely wouldn't be here if we weren't around. So, and we have 34 patients this year that have um, given their lives back to Christ or for the first time accepted Christ. So that's an important, um, and again, they're not numbers, right? They're lives, they're babies that are in being impacted and changed. So as I mentioned, you go to the next one. How, how can you help? Well, today... Drum roll, please, somebody. No. no. Um, as I said, the prayer team, we have our baby bottle campaign that we're launching today. They're in the lobby. You take one home. You can. There's a little QR code in there. You can either give online. You can t take it home for about a month. 
pray over it, if nothing else. If you're not able to give, please take one anyway and just pray for our moms, our babies. And um, you can put coin in it. You can put a check in it. You can put cash in it. But return it in a month. And um, that goes a long way to help us. So thank you for that. Another thing is our banquet is coming up, as Angel mentioned, on September 14th. And you can take an invitation with you or sign up today with the QR code. Another thing, that Angel mentioned the 40 Days for Life, which is really, really important because it is really impactful to stop those women in their tracks as they're going into the abortion clinics. And it's done kindly. It's done with prayer and love. We don't partner with organizations that have the graphic signs and those horrific ways that they're yelling at people. That's not who we are. That's not who 40 Days for Life is. It's a prayer ministry that approaches the women with love. The other, this is a little card that we encourage, I encourage each of you to take with you and keep in your wallet. You don't know when you're going to meet somebody who is in a crisis or in need. It says before, BYD, it's before you decide. And there's a QR code of our website on the back. They can make an appointment right then and there. So please take one of these, or if you know youth groups or you know people you want to share it with, please take a lot of them. Um, yeah, so the next slide gives you a um, four different QR codes. And if you are suffering from an abortion and need help, we understand the secrecy of that. So you, you can hold your phone up now, everybody could, and you can either, they, people don't know what you're taking a QR code. They might think you're giving, they might think you're standing up for the prayer team, they might think um, you wanna volunteer, or that um, you need an appointment, who knows? So that is what Horizon does, and in a nutshell again, what we do is offer hope and healing to those in a crisis. We don't do it alone. We do it through the grace of God. We are completely faith-based, 501c3, and our funds go toward the Deeper Still retreat as well. So it's great to be a part of your family. I'll be back there as well if anybody has questions or wants to sign up to volunteer. Bill, did you have something? So, um, so help us help those in need. We appreciate you. God bless you. <laughs> So Deb and I met probably right, it was right after Kathy and I went to the first dinner when you announced you were going medical. So we were at the first one, remember that, when we went and you were just announcing that you were getting medical, the medical licenses. And we can remember that. That's how long I've known this young lady. And yes, every once in a while, for some reason, she thinks I'm going to start trouble, but I will, and I know that's hard to believe for all of you, but what happens is she sometimes just needs somebody to just be in prayer for something. She sometimes, so guys, if nothing else, keep Horizon in your prayer list. They need to be prayed for. This mission that these two, her and Angel, Angel, where'd Angel go? Come on back up here. So because the reason is that I had them come this week is that since we are in missions week, I wanted to talk about a very special local missions group and this is one of the most incredible groups that I've ever known or been a part of. 
please, they're going to be in the back. If you have any questions, if you do want a card, if you want to talk to them, you can talk to them in secret. You can talk to them out loud. However, they're very, this is probably the most loving group I've ever been a part of. By the way, I see, and yes, Kathy and I do serve um, with the Deeper Steel OC team. Uh, there are some of you here. Come on, team. I want you to stand up. I, this is probably a group of the most amazing people that you've ever met. Stand up. And these three right here, these are some powerful ladies. So between Nadine, Meg, and Sabrina, if you have questions, please feel free to ask them. They'll be in the back, too. Um, they're willing to pray with you, talk with you, whatever is needed. I'm just amazed. I'm going to have the worship team come up right now, and we're going to get ready to close. But first, I want to pray for these two because they're, they are in the battle, family. This is a big battlefield. And they're amazing how these, um, I would love to talk about Meg, but I don't have time. Meg is back there. Meg, raise your hand one more time. That's Meg. Don't let that little tiny lady fool you. That's a powerful little force right there to be reckoned with. She starts praying and God starts moving the earth. It's amazing how God works in this. So this is why during Missions Month, I wanted a local mission that we could, that makes a big impact on society to be noticed and recognized by all of us. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, you know the battlefield that these two and their organizations are a part of and in. And how they show no fear because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And we know the end of the story. God wins. So Father, I lift up Horizon Pregnancy Clinic. Father, I have watched this organization throughout the years do amazing things for thousands and thousands of people. We're watching deeper still in this organization with Karen Ellison and the team there that are all over the country making an impact for Jesus Christ. So I ask God right now that the Holy Spirit rest upon them. That 10,000 angels surround their clinics, surround their team, surround them. That them and their families would be safe from the darts of the enemy. And Father, for all of those who are out there who are in crisis right now considering the abortion, that they would make a call first. Those who have made it, men and women, Father, I have seen the impact of what these retreats do. So God, for anybody who needs to be a part of this, they can call me, they can call Angel. We want to know, Father, because we know that you are the God of all grace, mercy, forgiveness and it's your strength it's your son that we want to bring the light into this dark world in this area may you follow and bless angel in her ministry may you watch over and keep horizon pregnancy clinic in your hands god we pray all of these things in jesus name and all god's people said Say thank you to them again. So yes, during this month, it's all about the missions that we do around it. Ah, thank you. And Brad just reminded me that this Saturday is men's breakfast. 
you don't want to miss men's breakfast. Rich, raise your hand. If you are going to attend, please let Rich know as soon as you can because, yeah, we do have a lot of fun. And sometimes when we say it's all about the food, well, yeah, okay, it might be, but we still have a good time. Oh, 7 a.m. in the morning on Saturday. Across the street, right in that building, you'll notice it. It's fine. And we know that God will bless this time together. Am I unmuted or what's going on with my guitar? If it's not working, that's good. Let's stand together.
Jesus, we thank you. We give you honor and glory for this day, Lord. We thank you for the messages we have received. And Lord, we just ask now that you continue to be with this group as we leave this building. May those that are hurting recognize you are the strength. May those that are celebrating, we praise and give you honor and glory altogether. For those that need to know you, may they never, ever forget to reach out, whether it by stream, by prayer request, email, Father. May they let us know if they wish to find you as Lord and Savior. I thank you, God, for every person who's here this day. Now may we go. May we have a great week together. May we concentrate and live for you, we ask in Jesus' holy name. Amen. God bless you all. May you have a great week. Yes, yeah, so may you all have a blessed week. Thank you.